don't know how, but I'm grateful you made a way. I don't know why, but I'm grateful, Lord. Oh, y'all. All right, let me jump jump right on into this conclusion tonight. Um, he made a way, huh? and I know. I'm not the only one that's grateful, that's thankful, and that's overly joy that the ways he makes for you are so unreal, and you know it's surreal. And at that time, you just, you're out of yourself, you're out of your character, you're out of your compliance, you're out of emotionally, endurance, physically, and everything, you're out, you're out of it, you're drained, you're mentally, you're financially, you're emotionally, you're spiritually, you're physically drained, you're out of it, period, because of that way he made, and you know that no matter what you could have done, or what nobody else could have done, you didn't see a way out, period, not one way, but when he made that way, that one way for you, everything else just fell through. And it has happened many times in my life, and I am grateful. I'm very grateful. And it brought me to this day here and leads me on every day. And I just want to reflect back on January 6th of this year when I was going through I was struggling with myself, you know, trying to find out who I am, what I want to be, um, you know, just trying to figure it out all on my own, and I was going through my 21 days of fasting, and I had made several promises with the Lord about um, changing my life throughout this 21 days of fasting, and um, how I am, how I accept to be a nobody for Him. The same as they treated him. They treated him as a nobody. Even though, you know, he went around to everybody. He walked around to everybody telling them how his father was. How good his father was. The deeds that his father does. And even with all the miracles he performed on people, they still didn't believe that he was his father's child. And that he was of great deed as well. And he was of higher rank spiritually not just physically as they had seen him and they didn't believe it and so I offered I I said Lord I'll be your nobody like I understood at that point during my 21 days of fasting what it felt like to be a nobody to tell to wake up each and every day and have nothing absolutely nothing not a roof over your head not even financial stable not even nothing in your pockets but you got two kids to take care of and a car a vehicle to get you back and forth to a and b and that's it not even clothes on your back but you got uniforms you got uniforms for work and your kids got uniforms for school you know and your husband he has left you guys at that time he had his own issues struggling with he couldn't handle being a family man and He can handle the pressure as fixing our marriage or, um, you know, even individually, he couldn't handle it. And for him to leave, it was just like, dang, he left me at 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 a worst time ever, you know what I'm saying? But 
I understood. I had the, I, 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 yes, I grieve. You know what I'm saying? As every human would. You know, what woman wouldn't with two kids and nothing, no two nickels to rub to her name? You know what I'm saying? And I grieved, but I could not grieve for too long. You know, I may have grieved about a day or maybe a couple of hours, but I could not stay. I could not stay, you guys. Let me tell My God said, he had plenty of talks with me. He used to get me up in the middle of the night. I, I, I wouldn't even lie to y'all. He'd get me up around 2, 3 o'clock in the morning before I had to get up and get my kids dressed for school around 5 and 6 o'clock in the morning and get myself ready for work. He'd get me up at 2 to 3 o'clock in the morning and just everything be silenced in the house and I could hear him so clearly when he speaks to me he he say baby girl you move like this baby girl pray this I find the scripture a scripture and I I pray on it I meditate on it and I I seek understanding on it even when I didn't understand it because I read King James Version and it's not always easy to comprehend King James Version so I used to meditate on it. I studied it. I had to because I wanted to learn. I was eager to learn. You know what I'm saying? And I said, Lord, I don't want to just read your word for what it is. I want to understand it so that I could apply it in my life. And once I start applying it to my life, I knew that I would be changing for the better. I knew that I would be taking a closer walk with him. And when I take a closer walk with him, it helps my relationships with him develop more faster and more clearer. And I gain more clarity on what I'm looking for and what I'm actually seeking for. So and that's what my goal was. I needed more clarity on everything, not just about what I was going through. I needed more clarity on what am I doing? How do I even start this process? How, what am I seeking out of this process? What are my ultimate, intimate goals here? And I wanted to know everything that I could know and grow from. Not only just to be that Christian and be like point fingers at other people like, oh, you don't do this or you don't do that. The Bible said do it like this. The Bible said, no, I'm not pointing no fingers at nobody because uh, whether you like it or not, I used to be you. (laughs) And matter of fact, I just may still be you to this day. But guess what? I am a better me because I understand now and I had to seek that understanding. But that does not make me better than you. But getting back to what I was saying, um, January the 6th, when God made a way for me, um, it was my sixth day of fasting out of 21 days and I had been going to this church for over two years every Sunday or I participated twice Sundays whenever they had the fellowships in the afternoon that evening um, I'd be back at the 6 o'clock service always and I would be there at the 11 o'clock service but for some reason, I said, God, I haven't even joined your church yet. I've been going here for two years. I've been making tithes. I've been putting in offerings. I've been here just saying testimonies, sitting in church like I'm a member. And, you know, and I haven't even joined because I wasn't ready. I wasn't even ready to make that commitment, y'all. And I'm not going to lie, I was not ready. I didn't know what I was committing to, even though I grew up in church. You know, I was on a praise team. I was on a dance team. Um, I danced for the Lord. I praised the Lord. I was on a choir. 
feeling as a young girl my mama kept me in church we always was in church but I just you know when you're young like that those are more of your introductions to Jesus you know you don't quite understand because you feel like oh mama making me go to church oh mama got me go you know you don't really quite understand and you all you know you got dance or praise um practice tonight and then tomorrow night you got to go to school and do some tutorials and then when you get out tutorial you got to go back to choir practice so you're not really following through with really learning anything you're just doing you're doing you so at that particular point in my life when I was just doing it was more of an introduction to me to Jesus like I'm very grateful my mama took the time and she had the heart to introduce me to Jesus because it was up to me to develop that relationship with him all along and I straight away I I got out of church I got beside myself and I turned into this kind of person I did that I you know I you know I was that person I'm gonna get into this all on my all on my podcast I'm gonna each and every podcast and and testimony and worship I'm gonna have a um, you know, I'm going to let y'all know the real because I wasn't always good. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, we we're never going to be as good as he is because that's what makes him love us even more, that we're honest with ourselves and who we are. You know what I'm saying? So when you're honest with yourself and who you're about and you know your imperfections are not worthy of his grace and his mercy, but you still get it. And he still gives it to you and he loves you unconditionally, no matter what you do or who you think you are or what they say you are. He loves you regardless. And that love right there is just, y'all, it rains on me. I'm sorry. It rains on me. But back to what I was saying. And on the 6th of January, um, I made that commitment to join church. I said, Lord, I'm going to join and this was this year, around January 6, 2019, my sixth day of fasting, uh, 21 days. I said, Lord, I'm going to go ahead and join church. I said, because I don't want to fast as a commitment to you. I want to show you how committed I am to this fasting. Because last year, I failed them, y'all. I'm not going to lie. I failed my God. I failed my Jesus Christ. Lord, I got into, and what makes it so bad, let me tell you. Let me tell you how bad I felt. All right. Y'all know every year we say um, we're going to do this um, New Year's resolution. All right. Got that big resolution down, Pat. Wrote it down. Got it. Tracking. All right. And I'm going to go through with it. Y'all, I made it to day 23. My New Year's resolution was until January the 31st. Must I remind y'all, I had nothing to do with church. I had... You know, I was going to church, but it wasn't a commitment through my church as they was doing a consecration on their own. It was me doing my own. So I was like, I ain't know nothing about fasting at that time. I was like, let me go ahead. I, all right, let me, I commit to this. I try, I fail. I, mm, Lord knows, I ain't gonna lie, I fail. On the 23rd of January, I had, y'all, I, fe- I started eating. I started waking up and getting breakfast, knowing I wasn't supposed to get breakfast. I forgot, y'all. I I was so complacent. I was so like, I was like, man, I'm hungry. And I, and I was just, <laughs> it ain't funny, but God knows I'm being honest here. I'm confessing with my mouth. 
shoot, I was hungry, y'all, and I failed. And when I failed, I ate that food. I didn't know about redemption. I didn't know about condemnation. I was just like, dang, he done held me condemned. He done condemned me. You know, I wasn't even, I wasn't even in the fasting to learning mode. I wasn't even, I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm not going to even lie. I did not know what I was doing. And all I knew, I had failed. And I did not know that if I had repented at that very first moment when I first broke my commitment, I could have been keeping up with my commitment and could have went through with it long as I had confessed with my mouth and I had repent at that very moment and continue to throughout the day to do my good deeds as followed. But me not knowing what I was doing and I didn't take the time to research it like I did this year and I didn't take the time out to just you know sit down and think about it or nothing I just knew I had failed and I felt bad and I just kept eating (laughs) I ain't gonna lie I kept on eating because I I felt bad then so you know it scratched me out and I was like Lord I, I messed up and I just kept eating so and I just you know but this year I got it right. Praise God. I got it right. I got it right, y'all. I got it right. Hallelujah. Yes. I got it right. But guess what, y'all? When I said yes to my God, y'all, when I made him the head of my life and I made his relationship priority in my life, And I chose him above all else in my life. I lost everything. Everything and everyone. All else had failed, y'all. And with me depending solely on him, I felt like he was showing me, let me show you what I could have been doing for you a long time ago. I've been calling on you. All these years, you strayed away. Let me show you, baby girl. When you depend on me, you won't expect nothing from nobody else. So you won't get hurt from nobody else because you're not expecting anything from them. All your expectations going to come from me. And y'all, I felt every, everything he was trying to tell me. And I was so overwhelmed on that sixth day when I joined as a member in that church and I broke and not knowing that um, I was overjoyed because I finally had a home I was like Lord I got a home I got a home yes I got a home and when they said Sister Anderson I was like oh my God yes oh yes Lord y'all don't understand And I made this my home for me and my family because we believe, we worship, and we honor, we read, and most importantly, we lack and we procrastinated on this kind of action. It took me so long to join. I was, like I said, I was going to this church two years, sitting there in the the rows every Sunday morning at 11 o'clock for afternoon worship. Sunday service and then I'll be back there with my kids at 6 o'clock that afternoon in p.m. doing a worship service and 
I, it was just something about Jonesville Baptist Church because they family involvement with cry with they, they required the Christian to do the word, not just speak it and not just encourage it. They require you to do the word, y'all. And let me let me tell you about doing. I'm a, I'm I'm gonna get into a little bit of doing the word, but I'm gonna really break it down on my on my next segment. Doing the word, y'all, and I appreciated that because when they had family activities, family gatherings, and, you know, family stuff to do, it wasn't just about love. It was about bringing everybody together, getting a hold of what the word is, reading the word, going over the word, making sure everybody understood the word. And when that was all said and done, they made sure you acted, acted now. And when I mean by that is when they have an activity that's going on, that's a family oriented activity and you're there with family, but we may have a prayer ceremony first. We may get into a prayer. We may get into a verse, but after that, if that verse or if that sermon was about love, oh, you finna show some love at this activity, family function. You hear me? I don't care if you don't like Sister Sharon, Sister Whitaker, whoever. At this family function, y'all, let me tell you. When we get through going over that word and that verse, and then he said break and you dismiss, it's upon you, you as an individual, to go ahead and proceed and do as that word we had just said. It's on you. It's your responsibility to act upon that word accordingly and to show Jesus that you understood his word by acting on it and doing it. So if we just went over the word, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, and you sit here and when the pastor dismissed the church and they said, oh, everybody dismissed, and you sit there and walk past Sister Sharon like you ain't seen Sister Sharon, I'm pause right there. Now you know you the messed up, cause we just went over the word love thy neighbor. So, and that's what that's what I appreciate about Jonesville Baptist Church because not only do we do that, but we make sure he makes sure Bishop Rogers makes sure that everybody is acting accordingly to the word that you're actually doing the word, not just sending in service not just listening and not just waving your hand, not just getting up clapping. He makes sure that everybody is actually doing the word. And that right there made me responsible, y'all. And I appreciated that. And it it brings on responsibility because I'm like, dang, I got to read the Bible. Now I got to take notes. Now I got to do it. Oh my God. So, you know, it puts pressure on you because you don't want to fail, especially me. I, I don't like to fail. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't like when my Jesus is mad at me. I'm sorry. That's just me. That maybe, maybe we ain't the same kind of Christian, but I don't like to be disappointed in his eyes. I'm sorry. Like that hurt me. That hurt me because his love is so givingly free. And no human has that. And you know, just like I know, all human may fail you in whatever they do. But my God and my Jesus will not fail you. So when I fail him, that makes me feel so bad, y'all. 
And that's why I am the way I am because I try so hard. And I know, he know, and I understand that he know that I ain't perfect. And I won't be never be perfect. I got it. I get it. I'm very imperfective. But my striving, my effort of my striving brings on my responsibility to strive harder. And when I strive harder, I don't want to fail while I'm striving. Because striving, that means you're trying. And when I'm trying to do something, I don't like to fail. I don't. I don't care about me trying. I don't care if this is my first time doing something. But my effort going to get me back up. Because I'm not, I'm not, I, can't, I, I refuse to fail. I know I will. I accept that. And I know I'm not perfect. And I accept that. But when I'm trying, I'm going to keep trying, y'all. I'm sorry. I don't care how many times I fail. I'm going to get back up. I'm, I'm doing it. But like I said, moving right along. And, you know, that's that's what I appreciate about my church, y'all. That's, that's all I wanted to say about him making a way. Because if he had not made that way for me to have the heart to get up and say, hey, I want to join. At my critical time of my life, the most my most unbearable time in my life a place in time that I was struggling the most in the midst of my storm I chose him above all else and I chose to imperfect my relationship with him rather than to stay focused on what I was going through so he made that way for me to not lose sight of him and had I lost sight of him, y'all, and had he not made that way for me to come back and to stay focused and stay committed, I would have, girl, I, I don't know where I would have been, Lord. That's why I'm so grateful. Oh, y'all don't understand. I'm so grateful. But I just had to share, and I didn't want to take up too much of y'all time. But I'll be back to go a little bit further in um, my 21 days of fasting be looking out for that segment later and I also want to let you guys know that um, I'm going to be sharing a lot more of me and my imperfections as well so get ready stay tuned this girl is just beginning and guess what she's still growing you guys have a good night bye